Tonight, my friends, I want to talk to you about how do you write your first 500,000 in GCI in real estate? How do you write your first 500,000? And by the way, 500,000 GCI is a reasonable figure to be writing in real estate because now when we've got models where people are getting paid 60 and 70 and 80% of the splits, I've got to let you know that you can make a very good living being not a $1 million rider, but a half million dollar rider. That is correct, by a half million dollar rider. And I'm going to be covering this today. I'm going to be covering this today, but I'm not going to spend time telling you one model is better than another. All I want you to understand on commissions is this. Let's be very clear on commissions. The bigger the split, the less support training, mentoring, branding you get, and the more you pay for yourself, right? And then you've got this big question mark on culture, right? You've got to turn around and say, what is working in an environment that has you plugged in and has a personality of success worth as a percentage? Now, I know there are some people that like to fly solo, They're they're lone wolves. In fact, they quite happily just work from home. Hey, for someone like you, you might not need to be in an environment where you're only getting a 50 or 60% split and that you've got to go into the office and that you are part of a team that has got, you know, a set process that people follow, right? That might not be you. And in that case, you can go off and look at models that pay a lot higher splits, Um, Alternatively, you might be the sort of person that actually needs to have training, culture, leadership as part of your sales performance. And in that case, you might actually look at, hey, what else can I get out of this office versus being out as a, you know, lone wolf? Anyway, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it, but I am going to say to you, even if you're on a 50% split, 500 GCI is giving you an income of $250,000. So let's talk a little bit about some of the processes that I think are extremely important in you writing these numbers. And by the way, I was explaining I was explaining to someone, some, someone was asking me, I won't go into the detail, but I got asked by someone, you sure give out a lot of free content, whether it's on your social media, whether you're live streaming on a Sunday night rant. We know you've got a paid model, but you also give out a lot of free content. Why do you give out a lot of free content? And this question was asked by me, to me, by my daughter. She said, daddy, 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 why do you always give out all this stuff? Why do you always give out free stuff? And here was my response. You see, what happens in life is that you know, when there's a, when there's a, let's call it a game going on, when there's a game going on, you know, when you're at school and there was a game going on, right? You would get invited to the game if you were liked. You would get invited to the game if you actually contributed to the game. You would actually be wanted, you'd be wanted to be in people's teams if you were valuable. So what actually happens is this. In the game, of giving, where you give, give, give. People want you to go and play in that game because they see that you're going to give stuff that you're not going to take away stuff. And they're going to like that because you're a contributor, you're a giver, you're not a taker. 
But the interesting thing about life is that there's not just one game going on. There's other games going on. And when these other games are going on, they're also looking for players. And what happens is that all of a sudden is that you're a popular player there because you're a giver. Then people reach out and say, hey, this guy's really good. You know, I've, I've seen him. He's, he's, uh, he, he, he says stuff that can help you. And um, he often actually just doesn't ask for any money off it, right? So what actually happens is you get invited to that other game. But what happens is some of these other games, what happens is they pay you. They pay you at these games, right? And then what actually happens is you stretch yourself to actually even do better stuff, more valuable stuff, right, to this game. And then you get to meet other people. And then other people actually introduce you to other people. So it makes some damn good sense to be a giver and not to sit there and say, no, 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 I won't share anything. I'm going to keep it all. And if someone wants it, they can only get it if they pay for it, right? So I want everyone to understand the nature of being a giver is in fact going to come back and reward you 10 times. I say that not as someone in a theoretical textbook manner, but as someone who has been the scientist and the subject. That's myself, right? I've seen it with my own eyes. And today, I'm going to unashamedly give you some more content and then also give you the opportunity to say, hey, shit, man, I like this free game, but I want to actually go into that next game. So I'm going to do that. So let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. So the first thing I want to do, in fact, I'm going to share a screen. To me, one of the most important factors I see of the agents that are hitting the half a million dollar mark, the 500 GCI mark, is that they're able to become myopic on their pipeline. They're able to understand who their next 20 sellers are going to be. Who are their next 20 listings? And what actually happens is this. I'll tell you straight. Real estate is all about the pipe. End of story. It's all about who's going to come through this pipe. And that's why when someone's in a slump, it's not because they woke up in a slump day. It's because their pipe had got blocked. And what actually happened is nothing started coming through the pipe. So it's all about the pipeline. And of course, we've got CRM systems that are able to think a lot better than the brain does, particularly when there's multiple things to think about at the one time. So what we clearly know is that you've got to somehow work out that not every client in a CRM system is equal. And we clearly know is that the high probability people that are going to pop in the next month as a seller in the marketplace is more important than the person in the database that's a seller in 2027. So we must learn how to actually treat these people differently. And even though I am a person that's obsessed with using technology to actually compliment you, I actually believe that a chase list is better to be done as a handwritten Excel type document. Now, I'm just going to give you a very generic, basic form one. In the real estate gym, there's about four chase lists that we have in there. And I'm going to share a screen now. Let's come here. Share screen. We come here. We go window. Let's go here. So now, hopefully, you can see this screen there, right? So the first thing I wanted to let you know is on a chase list, not every client is equal. 
Um, and every minute that you're not actually chasing people that are about to come onto the market, these are your high probability people, is a minute you're giving your competitor to get closer to that person. So here is a very simple example of a chase list. Address, name, phone. In the real estate gym, I have three other more detailed chase lists where you've got zero to 30 days, 30 to 60 days, and 60 days plus, red, green, yellows that help you use colors. So I can't stress the importance of you. I can't stress the importance of you making sure that you have got your chase list separated from your CRM system because it allows you, it allows you, my friends. And by the way, I'm only sharing with you what the best of the best, the girls and guys across Australia and New Zealand are doing. When I interview them, and trust me, there has been no one that's been able to plagiarize, rip off and duplicate the content of the best agents than myself over the last 30 years. And I can tell you, Categorically, the best of the best have got chase lists that are either an Excel document, a Google document, or something that they're actually adding to. It's a live document, and it is there with them. It's there at their home when they're sitting on the sofa and they look at it. It's there in the cafe when they're having a coffee. It's there in their car when they're waiting to go to an appointment. It's there with them all the time. Why? Because we clearly know that the chase list is a high predictor of your success in listings. Let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to the next thing. The next tool, the next tool that I want to share with you is um, actually, let me see. Yes, I have got it. Yes, I have got it. So let's come here. Uh, go window, go window, share. So the next one is here is the Tom Hector system. So I was blessed and I was given the Tom Hector system by Tom Hector, a guy who does about 200 sales a year. He's been running a couple of million a year in GCI from Adelaide. He's spoken at Eric a couple of times, an incredible agent from Harris Real Estate. And he was very kind enough to actually share his system in the real estate gym. Now, I've got to tell you, oops, I've got to tell you, what that system has got is the following. When you've got no data, and when you've got no one in your CRM system, right, when you've got no listings, when you've got no appraisals, where do you start? Who do you speak to? How do you speak to them? What do you say? When you get their information, where do you put it? What do you send to them after you've spoken to them? And then when you do get listings and when you do go to appraisals, what is it that you actually do after you've left and given? It was the most simplified training program I'd seen for someone who is in the early parts of their career or has basically got less than five listings. And I have to say to you that um, anyone that is stuck, trust me, just use this 17-page document as your blueprint to get you in the game, the Tom Hector system, right? Because I've got to tell you, it is going to give you the basics, and it's the basics that are going to set you free. Let me move on to the next one. The next one is... What do you do 
when you go to a listing and you don't sign it up, what's the next step? Well, let me tell you, after reviewing a number of things, be it videos, letters, gifts that were sent, I'm telling you, this commitment letter and this activation plan are the best things that you can be doing, my friends. And I've got to say to you, the reason why it works is this. People need a clear plan once you've left. They're confused about everything. They've seen two or three agents and they're sitting there and they get paralysis by overanalysis. You need to be someone that dumbs it down for a vendor. You need to make it easy. You need to make it easy and you need to give them a document that is short, sharp, fast with no fluff that explains what happens next. And I'm pleased to let you know that me as the journalist to the real estate industry of success, I can tell you what I've seen is that this two page letter is what needs to go out. I'm going to move on to the next basic that you need to be doing when you want to hit that 500 GCI. And that, my friends, is this. You need to have more than one method to get listings. You need to have approaches like fishing lines. Like if you thought about a fisherman fishing for fish, one rod versus having 29 rods, who has a higher probability of catching fish? Of course, the 29 fish person, right? Because you sit back and you've thrown out these ethical bribes, right? And you attract fish to you. And then you see what bites and you collect. And my friends, I'm going to give you an example of, you know, just one of those methods, the dear neighbor letter. When you've sold a property and the vendor is over the moon, you ask them to write a letter not addressed to you, but to the neighbours. Dear neighbour, I've just sold my home with Tom Panels. He did an incredible job. He sold my property in three days and got me more than I could even imagine. Blah, blah, blah. I can only recommend him if you're thinking of selling. I'm going to miss living in this street. All the best. My friends, I'm, there's one of the methods, but I'm letting you know what you need to do is you need to have multiple methods, because until you become an agent of eminence, an agent of attraction, an agent that is a magnetic force that attracts all prospective sellers to give you a crack at a listing presentation, you can't rely on the attraction model. You need to actually have a default prospecting mode, but not one. You need multiple modes out there because multiple modes will give you multiple opportunities. And I'm going to say to you that if you were to use, I, you don't need 29 methods, but I think you need six to eight. If you're only writing 200 GCI and you want to get to that half a million dollar mark, you actually got to increase the sources of getting into appraisals, which is going to take me to the next thing that I want to talk about. And that is, once you start doing three sales a month consistently, that's when you need to then start understanding that the game's changed and you are no longer a solo person. You now have to be a person that has got a team. And I've got to tell you, whether you're hiring an admin PA to start off with or a sales-based PA, right, they all need to have a swim lane description. 
Stick to your lane. But how can you stick to your lane if you don't know what your lane is, right? And you need to have ways of remunerating people properly. I mean, remuneration is super critical. And I've got to say to you, you need to have processes and checklists to help you be organized in your communication as a team because your assistants won't have mental telepathy. And all I've got to say to you, my friends, is this. That in the real estate gym, over the last year and a half, we moved very much towards the model of, hey, it's about an effective business unit and we can't rely on an agent to understand how to communicate, how to keep the staff accountable, how to train the staff, how to pay the staff, how to actually set up certain processes in place so the business becomes set and forget. By the way, Michelle, I'm just seeing you there right now. I'm just seeing you there right now. Michelle, you are the winner of the coaching session that we had given as a prize on my birthday last week. On my birthday, we said that we're going to give away a free coaching session. Michelle Lee from Queensland, you are the winner. Be in touch with Susan and she will set you up because, and by the way, everyone, why did I pick Michelle? She has been amazing. She has tripled, she has tripled her sales, right? She's tripled her sales. She's been with it, been in the gym now for quite some time. She's always volunteered at ARIC and um, she's just a student of real estate and um, well done, well done, Michelle. And you're a nice person. So um, yes, speak to Susan. Let me move on. Um, so any of you know that I'm obsessed with, um, you know, the bigger the dream, the bigger the team. But I've got to tell you, everyone needs to have one admin person. Why? Because you can't spend your time processing business. You need to be prospecting business. I'll say that again. You need an assistant to help you process business so you can prospect business. End of story. So, gang... Let me just finish off and say to you that I know many of you try and take your tax down this time of the year, the financial year. So we deliberately leave the gym open for the last few weeks of the financial year because it means that if you invest in the gym, like half of it is coming back from the tax office. Now, that's a smart investment, even if you weren't getting a refund from the tax office. But if you go to realestategym.com.au, that's the banner there, and you can actually sign up your membership, and you'll get a taste of all the stuff that I speak to. And um, it's just great to know that every day you're hearing from me. And um, I'd love to be your coach, virtual coach, I must say, over the next 12 months. So if you're not a gym member, and you want to take advantage of the end of financial year tax deduction, please do. But let me finish off with five pieces of dialogue that I think every person hitting hitting the 250 to 500 needs to start including in their dialogue, some winning words. The first one, my friends, is this. I want you to learn 
I want you to learn, my friend. I want you to learn. Hey, David, looking forward to, you've been a long-term gym member and you're going to be at the McGrath Tom Panos mentoring 12-month session. So excited. Do you know that we could have had like three times the people we took in, but we closed it off and we didn't do any marketing. Guys and girls, so that's July 2021. We start with our two-day immersion program. So let me give you five pieces of dialogue that I think are going to to, to really, really, really help you. Um, at the moment, with the sort of stuff buyers and sellers are saying, I think they'll be extremely useful. The second thing I want to let you know is a beautiful script that I use. A beautiful script that I use is called, If I Will You. If I Will You. If I, do you remember when you were young, right? When you were young, do you remember when you, you, your mum used to say, you know, if I make you brownies, will you go clean up your room? If you eat your broccoli, I'll make sure you can have some ice cream, right? It was if I, we're trained as young people in this if I. And I've got to say to you, you can use this so well in real estate. Let me give you an example. A buyer says, will they take 800? You don't say, oh, maybe. No, you say this. If I was going to go there tonight and try and get them to accept it, would you sign a contract to help me have power in my approach? If I were to go over and see them tonight, would you sign a contract to help me get it accepted? Or the vendor at a listing presentation that says, but the other agent said that they would do it at 1.5%. Your response is, if I were to do it at 1.5%, would you give me the okay today? You see, my friends, you don't want to be this sucker that gets caught out, that when a vendor says, the other agent said they would do it at 1.5%, and then you say, yeah, I would do it as well. And then they say, okay. Well, we've got a lot to think about. Leave it with us. So don't forget it. If, will, use it all the time. And by the way, let me give you another thing that you should be doing right now. And that is, buyers that were coming through opens three months ago, buyers that were making internet inquiries three months ago, are often people that are about to come on the market now. They were making buyer inquiries then, but they're actually sellers now. Big tip, chase up all your old three-month inquiry. It's the great window of opportunity and ask them this question. Hey, you'd been in contact with us three months ago. How's the sale of your place going? Great question to ask. 
because a lot of them are going to say, it's not on the market yet. And you have got yourself in that position at that great opportunity of when they're about to come on. Guys and girls, remember that, the three-month window opportunity. The next thing is, my friends, I want to share with you, the next thing is, the last thing is, my favorite script that I use. I use it in my personal life. I use it with my staff. I use it with my family. I use it at work. I use it with buyers. I use it with vendors. Here it is. It's the most simple three words. Why is that? Why is that? Think about it. Let me give you a few scenarios. You see, do you understand when you say, why is that? They have to open up and let you into their world and understand really what they're saying. So they say to you, hey, we're not in a hurry to sell. Why is that? Um, um, a vendor, um, your fee's too high. Why is that? Think about it. They've got to then say, oh, because we were talking to some other agents and the other agents are coming in at like half a percent less. Oh, wow. Okay. So what you're saying to me is if I was the same fee as them, would you go with me then? Why is that? Did it to my daughter the other night. Daddy, I'm, I'm going to get home after 11 o'clock. Why is that? Um, yeah, because I'm going out and all of a sudden this story that she had had to unfold it. I'm meeting a friend of mine that I never meet out. She's from the North Shore, right? And why is that? Oh, because we're starting school holidays, right? Okay. And it's my last chance for me to really go out big before the HSC, which starts in three months. Okay, so what you're saying to me, sweetie, is that after this, it's head down, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. My friends, why is that? Guys and girls, I want to thank you so much for your attention. We've got a week before school holidays for many of you. Let's go hard again. Love you to be part of the real estate gym where we've actually got another course that's going in, I think. We've got all the Eric, Eric content going in there, and by the way. And if you want to go off and uh, get a lot of the stuff we spoke about, particularly the 29 ways to get listings, um, jump into the real estate gym. We've got a listing course in there. And of course, one of my favorite things of all is the Matt Steinway, the Matt Steinway system of negotiating. He was kind enough to put it all in there. And of course, the Tom Hector system. Guys and girls, thank you so much for the biggest thing that you can give me, your attention. Highly value it. It means a lot. And um, please share the rant, um, share the love, tag a colleague um, that you think might benefit out of this information. And uh, remember in life, the game that I spoke about, give, give, give. You'll get invited to a lot more opportunities in your life. Replace always be closing with always be educating. Always be educating your marketplace because you want to become the source of information. Such 
that the time comes when they need an agent, they've already picked an agent. You were their agent before the listing presentation.